Yeah, boy. It's an all-new edition of the John Cash Show podcast, the quarantine edition. Well, well, yeah, quarantine, isolation, social distancing, same shit. Uh, <laughs> it's your boy, John Cash, and I am back again. Uh, well, without my engineer, Josh, who I miss dearly. Can't wait to see him. Um hopefully within the next uh, two months or so. I'm just being realistic. I'm here in New York City, and our hospitalizations haven't been going down. Um, they've gone down, but not as much as people in charge would necessarily like it for it to go down or you know decline. So we'll probably be in the house or supposed to keep our ass in the house until maybe June. Um, mid-June or so. <clears throat> so, yeah, that means it'll be sounding like this. No fancy intro. I can't wait till we get back to the <laughs> till I get back to the studio and get my intro and and the, the mic situation would be pristine. So, uh, with that being said, the views and opinions expressed by myself are solely of myself and do not reflect those of the John Cash Show podcast sponsors and or affiliates listeners. D- discretion is highly advised. So thank you once again for tuning in to the John Cash Show podcast. Just want to be really brief before you. Um you know, I'm going to throw up some topics on social media, which you could find me at John Cash on Facebook, at The John Cash Show on Instagram. That's T-H-E-J-O-H-N-C-A-S-H-S-H-O-W. Also Twitter at underscore John Cash and TikTok, but I don't know what the fuck the name is for that because I have not been on it since I created it. I was supposed to create one of those, uh, give me some, something, no. And I was supposed to make one of those videos. But then I got um, sick with um, the coronavirus, so <laughs> that canceled that. So we're going to talk about pretty much people getting tired of being in quarantine and this young lady losing her job over OnlyFans. So... Uh, like I said, you can follow me on Instagram at the the John Cash Show, T-H-E-J-O-H-N-C-A-S-H-S-H-O-W, and uh, John Cash on Facebook. So let's jump into it. So according to this study, Americans may be suffering from quarantine fatigue, and they're going out more. Now... According to this report conducted by the Maryland Transportation Institute at the University of Maryland, it showed a subtle shift towards people making more outdoor trips. One's expected to rise with some states starting to reopen, according to the Washington Post. The study tracks more than 100 million people monthly using privacy-protected data from mobile devices. The study had noted six weeks of staying home percentage increasing or holding steady until April 17th, when the numbers staying home dropped from 33% to 31%, the report says. 
although a small change, it is statistically significant because the sample size is so large, lead researcher Li Zhang said to the Washington Post. We saw something we hoped wasn't happening, but it's there, Zhang told the paper. It seems collectively we're getting a little tired. It looks like people are loosening up on their own to travel more. Dr. Wilbur Chen, an associate professor at the University School of Medicine, told the paper that it is too soon to know whether the findings are the start of an ongoing trend or just a one-week blip. Researchers also know won't know for weeks sorry, whether the change has any impact on the contagion spreading. So, you know, long story short, people are getting tired of staying in the house. This is around the time of the year when it's spring cleaning. People are um, able to go to basketball games, hockey games, baseball games. Like, it is almost May, and we have not had a basketball game since March 17th. We have not had hockey since March 18th, March 17th baseball season has not even started so a lot of people are normally out and about plus with spring it's typically april you know april to like i would say early to mid-may when the weather is kind of i would say on and off in terms of rain one day cold one day warm the next day uh you know perfect weather the following day it's kind of uh schizophrenic weather so people are conditioned at this time of the year to go out and this is when you're supposed to be out and about at the bars looking for your summer fling or your summer love or you get to announce to the world your boo or bay that you found in like October or September, but it was too new around Christmas, but you've been together and dealing with each other about six, seven months. You kind of know that this is the person that you want to be with. So it's understandable just psychologically that especially when people have been told that they can't do something, they want to defy or not even defy, but after a while you you get tired. It's just like if you eat, peas and rice and stew chicken every damn day for lunch, eventually you're going to get tired of eating stew peas and chicken. Uh, I mean, uh, stew chicken and rice and peas. You're going to want spinach rice and jerk chicken. You're going to want to switch it up. So it's, it's perfectly uh, uh, understandable. The whole thing was to stay in the house before the curve got bad. That was the whole point. And you don't want the work to go in vain of all the people that did their best in terms of trying to alert us. And let me tell you something. The coronavirus is a bitch. It is not anything that I would wish on my worst enemy, maybe one person, you know, but there's neither here nor there, but I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. And I mean, it's perfectly normal. Like I, I, I could understand, but you're not staying inside for yourself. You're staying inside for the loved ones in your life. 
and for your coworkers. At least be considerate of them if you don't have anybody that you give a fuck about in your life. Be considerate of your coworkers or your friends because they might have people in their lives that they give a fuck about. And you don't want them to bring that to their mother, their father, their grandmother, their uncle, their aunt, or anybody in their life who may have a compromised immune system. So, I mean, that's just right. Just like I totally understand the people who want to go back to work. I mean, it's it's perfectly normal. You want to work. You want to be a functional member of society, but you ain't got the diss in New York. I was watching CNN. I'm, I, I got my eyes on you, you you hick motherfuckers. You know? I, I, I got my eyes on you. So CNN was covering some of the, pro, the, the protests throughout the country the other day in terms of reopening America. That's what they say. Reopening America. And the there was a a, a lady that was interviewed and she was stating uh well you know what fuck this it was this bitch <laughs> that was being interviewed and she stated just because it's happening in New York doesn't mean you have to shut down the whole country now i understand that 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 line of thinking even though it's ignorant understand that line of thinking. So you know what? Just because there's a a hurricane, a, a flood, uh, any other natural disaster that hits your small ass town, that's not New York's problem. See, the thing is, when every natural disaster hits, you know, no matter where it hits, it could hit Texas, it could hit... Um, North Carolina, uh, Puerto Rico, New York is always one of the main ones that steps up to the plate and sends relief, sends help, sends medical equipment, sends toiletries, food, um, money, what have you. I remember when Puerto Rico had the hurricane a couple of years back, New York is still sending, uh, people over there to help with the development and the redevelopment and the reimagination of Puerto Rico. So it angers me as a New Yorker, uh, you know, as a New Yorker, born and raised in Brooklyn, goddamn New York, okay? It angers me when people are so nonchalant, especially when we are so damn giving, yeah, we're rude, but we're very giving. New York is a very, very giving. Trust me, if we weren't giving, we wouldn't have so many damn panhandlers on the fucking train or the bus or Showtime or any other shit that you would see on your commute if we weren't giving. So I just would like to say to that that bitch that was uh, interviewed by CNN, I hope that you catch coronavirus in your pussy. Since you're so ignorant. I I hope that you get that. Because that's probably the only thing that you do get. Anyway. <laughs> Piss me all the way off. So let's go to this story really quick. I want to talk about why it's very important 
for you not to share your social media with your uh, with your coworkers. So let me just give a quick story. I know I've said this story on the show a couple of times before, but if you're a new listener, thank you for tuning in. And if you're an old time loyal listener, thank you for tuning in. And you're just going to hear the story again, maybe a little bit of a variation. So about two years ago, I was working for a community healthcare network, which is a health uh, center in New York City, and I was a case manager. Now, I've been grinding this microphone pretty much since, well, 2013. A little sidebar, I actually took this in school. I took TV and radio in school, but I dropped it for business administration because that's where I had more credits. But, you know, I had an online radio show, fully loaded radio with Ryo, shout out to Ryo, um, back in 2004, 2005. I kind of stopped picked it back up pretty much 2013-ish or so. And now here we are where I'm at now. So, you know, I post stuff, outlandish stuff sometimes. I say some of the most outlandish things. My mouth gets me in trouble. Well, my tongue gets me in trouble in more ways than one. (laughs) So... I posted on Facebook, you know, if you're in a public bathroom, you don't want to, and you got to do number two, you don't want to, you know, fellas, you don't want to have your shit hit the toilet bowl, you know, that's a public toilet, you don't know who else been using that bathroom, you don't know who else been, you know, you don't know what other people have, you know, you don't want crabs, you know, you ain't been, you ain't had, you ain't been had crabs, why would you want it from work? That's, I digress. So while I was using the bathroom, I had moved and I had taken um, a toilet. Uh, Well, I was taking the toilet paper and I went to go wipe. And when I shifted, it fell from between my legs into into the toilet bowl. So I said, Oh my God, I text on um, Facebook. Oh my God, I think I need to write an incident report because my dick just hit the toilet bowl. I got a lot of laughs, got a lot of like comments, like, you're so crazy. Like, I got quite a few laughs, quite, quite a few comments and stuff and shares and stuff. And I kid you not, shortly thereafter, I get an email to go to HR. Now, I normally don't share my my social media with coworkers because your coworkers are your coworkers. They're not your friends until proven otherwise. And even then you gotta be careful. So, you know, as a radio personality, as somebody that's, you know, on the grind, as somebody that's uh pushing forward and launching their business and doing things behind the scenes. And and I'll speak about that in a little bit. I was like, okay, I'm going to give these people a chance. I'm going to give these people an opportunity. And I think I know who did it, but I can't say because I don't know for sure. But my intuition very rarely leads me wrong but I think it's the bitch with no eyebrows that did it. 
So, or somebody connected to her. So, I go to the main office. And (laughs) after getting this email, and it's a Wednesday at 4 p.m. And I'm like, oh, fuck, they're going to fire me. (laughs) I was like, damn, that's, that's, that's not a good look. Sorry, I had to take a swig of water. So... I'm sitting in the lobby and this white man who was the executive vice president of um, HR comes to me and he's like, John, um, uh, it's nice to see you. I've been waiting for you. I'm like, oh shit. So he was like, come with me. And I'm like, okay. So gets in the office, he closed the door and he pulls out these papers and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? So he pulls out these papers. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? He gives me a set. He has a set and he's like, is this your page? And he literally showed me a printout of not only my page, but several of my posts. And I said, yes. And, you know, I owned it. I owned it. I'm not going to sit there and lie. That's my fucking face. That's my fucking thing. So, I mean, I'm going to own it. So, now he's, he's, he's turning red and he's reading the comp. He's reading the, um, the post. He was like, did you write, uh, I have to write an incident report because my dick hit the toilet, but he said it just like that. And I was, I kind of was mind blown and stuff. And I say, yes. And he was like, okay, well, you're not supposed to do that. If you can just, you know, make it private if you can or delete it or whatever. It's not that big of a deal, but just, you know, just make sure you're careful with how you use social media. So I say that all to say, Please, if you're going to, like, especially this time when so many people are are looking for jobs, if you're going to look for a job, make sure you do not attach your social media to your job email because they will look. Okay. They will look and they will try to find any damn way on how to disqualify you. And a lot of these companies now have social media um. Uh, rules and and clauses. A lot of these companies have morals clauses and rules. You don't want that. So the reason why I said that, let me segue into this story. Now, this young lady who was a promising young mechanic at a Honda dealership in Indiana was fired from her job after management learned she was making amateur porn outside of work using the platform's OnlyFans. The platform OnlyFans. I said platforms OnlyFans. Jesus, I'm starting to sound like Nene, bridesmaid. Um, <laughs> Kirsten Vaughn, 24. I, I love Nene. Shout out to Nene Leakes. Kirsten Vaughn, 24, told BuzzFeed News she was on track to become the first female master technician at Don Ayer's Honda dealership in Fort Wayne when she was abruptly let go from her job after colleagues discovered her account on OnlyFans, a social media site where people can pay to subscribe to private content and which is commonly used for adult material. 
Vaughn said that after she mentioned her account in her Instagram stories, coworkers began watching her videos together at the workplace and then sexually harassing her. Well, that's wild. But instead of punishing her colleagues, she said management blamed her for making the OnlyFans account. If the guys just would have watched their porn at home, none of this would have happened, she said. But instead of looking at it like, hey, the guys are kind of creepy, it's, oh, well, you're the girl that brought this to their attention and you're responsible. Vaughn was fired in mid-February, but her story went viral after she posted about it on Twitter on Wednesday. It's really a shame they had to fire me for having my OnlyFans page because I got down at my dealership. Hmm, in which way? No, I'm joking. She, <laughs> I don't want the Me Too warriors to come after me. Oh my God, you're so misogynistic. They can't take a joke. She wrote alongside a video of her replacing uh, an air conditioning system. Jason Johnston, oh, he sounds like a dick. Uh, his name sounds just like, you know, it's either a tax auditor or a hard ass boss like Jason Johnston. You know, a dick, you know, yeah, I'm Jason Johnston. I'm I'm human resources, bitch. I could just picture him like leaving a voicemail like that. But anyway, Jason Johnston, who handles human resources for the dealership, denied that Vaughn had been fired over her OnlyFans account and said instead that she had violated company policy. He declined to specify which policy Vaughn had indeed violated. But in audio recordings that Vaughn provided to BuzzFeed News of meetings she had with Johnston and dealership general manager John Watkins, the two men can be heard questioning her about her OnlyFans presence and discussing the harm it could do to the reputation of their business. In the recordings, Johnston and Watkins also seem to blame Vaughn for the reaction of her coworkers. If I walked out into the shop and spread a rumor how other people react to it, that's their responsibility. But I'm still the one who yelled fire. Watkins can be heard saying in one recording. The pair also questioned Vaughn about how she felt about the fact that her coworkers were likely seeing her naked. Johnston also seemed to blame Vaughn for creating a situation where her coworkers might be tempted to sexually harass her. If there were coworkers over there who had access to your page that might encourage them to approach you with unwanted sexual conduct or comment. Vaughn's viral tweet, say that five times fast, about her OnlyFans account came as many people who are out of work due to the coronavirus consider doing sex work online to make money in the interim. Starting an OnlyFans account has become something of a meme, and cam sites have expanded rapidly in the last two months, but experienced sex workers have warned that anyone joining the industry now should be weary of the risk. People will find out, said porn star Asa Akira during a town hall on Wednesday aimed at educating newcomers and organized by the Porn Trade Association's Free Speech Coalition. Wait a minute. I got to screenshot this. <laughs> the Porn Trade Association Free Speech Coalition. I need to reach out to them. I might. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to them. She goes on to say, your best friends and your worst enemies will all eventually find out that you've done porn. Vaughn stated that she started the OnlyFans account in January to make some extra money so she could pay off her student loans and mortgage and start to save a little. Ain't that about a bitch? You got to fucking uh, start an OnlyFans page to pay your damn student loans and to pay your mortgage. Ain't that about a bitch? 
when she <laughs> whew, she said her dream is to save up enough for her own shop and to work on race cars. When she was called in to speak with management, she said initially thought that it might be about a prize she was up for, but and for which she was later named the semifinalist. Vaughn wasn't sure exactly how management learned about her account on the site, but she said word got out. And among some of the employees, she posted, she fucked up. She posted the Instagram. Now, I feel sorry for her losing her job, but I feel like she could have handled this way better. And I feel that she could have indeed hold on okay just oh okay Whew. it's a bitch working from home <laughs> i caught a little bit of a cramp i had to stand up a little bit you know so uh plus my five-year-old niece is here and uh this is the only time that i could actually record without her one to interrupt it's twelve fifty-two a.m monday <laughs> april 27 2020 so like i said before leading into this article is very important for you to make sure that your coworkers don't have access to your social media so that's where she messed up at she was thinking that hey these guys are cool these guys are my friends first of all People are going to save their own ass. Now, granted, I have made wonderful connections with people at work. I'm not going to lie. I've made wonderful connections with some of the people from all my jobs I've had. I literally talked to everybody from at least every job that I had except for Zales. But Macy's, I talked to people. Um, Hell, even um, the company that I had to take legal action against. I definitely have a couple of people that I talk to on a regular basis. Um, and every other job I have people that I talk to and that we talk on a fairly regularly, uh, regular basis, but it is not until I'm about to leave that job that I add them onto my social media. <laughs> Like, I've literally been asked the age-old question, what's your Instagram handle? And I've answered, at not for coworkers. And I was dead-ass serious. Because I had a fear of what had happened. Well, not a fear, but I had a, 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 a notion that the possibility of somebody getting mad at me because something I might have said or something I might have done, and they want to take it out by trying to take away my check. And that's not, you know, that's not going to be good. It's not going to be good for me. And it's not going to be good for you because I'll whoop your ass every day until I get a new job. That will be my new job. If you cost me my job, I will whoop your ass every day. <laughs> You're going to get tired. I'm beat your ass. Coming and going. That's, that's it. So, um... Yes, just be mindful in terms of who you befriend because the last thing you need is, let's say you go out 
right, to the beach. First of all, when everybody can go back to work or when the whole economy opens up, people are going to call out. They're going to call out to get their hair done. They're going to call out to go to the beach. They're going to call out to go to a party. They're going to call out to link link up with friends that they haven't seen in months. I don't need to worry in the back of my head if one of my coworkers is going to see this. And I didn't call out because I'm like, oh, I got a headache. Oh, I got an upset stomach. And my coworker is like, oh, you seen John's picture? And act like. They didn't mean to like dry snitch on you. You 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 get what I'm saying? I don't need that. So the best way to win a fight is to avoid it. That's what I've always been taught. So I choose to avoid that battle. Now, were they wrong in terms of firing her? Absolutely not, because the article goes on to say that she took pictures um, in the facility in their bathroom. And with the uniform on. Now, I make posts and pictures fairly regularly. And I make sure that it's either on my break or that I don't have anything representing the company that I work for in the picture. Not even the damn... um, uh, hand sanitizer dispenser because that might be discernible to somebody that might not work well might know of the work that I do or might know somebody at the place that I work at it might be discernible and I don't want to take that chance that's playing it smart so were they wrong for fire her no she definitely did not deserve to be sexually harassed. Now, I'm not shaming OnlyFans because I ain't above OnlyFans. I'm two steps away probably from doing an OnlyFans. Um, but it's also, you got to play it, your cards right, especially when you're dealing with sex work because that's a slippery, slippery slope. If you're doing adult content and stuff, you have to be on top of everything because all you need is the right person or the wrong one, depending on the certain context, to discover your your business. And you know, motherfuckers be nosy. They they won't pay, they won't spend. $15 to buy you lunch or support you. But they will definitely spend $15 to see you get screwed in more ways than one. And that way they could have the, 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 uh, the evidence. And you can't tell me that it wasn't somebody else that was up for her position or because it said that she was also... um a part of this competition that was a she was a semifinalist. You can't tell me that it was somebody that was in that competition or in that 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 building that wanted her job, and she was doing a damn good job. And this was the way for her to get it. I mean, this was the way for that person to get that job. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that at all. So, you know, just please be careful. And be mindful 
of adding people on social media. That's that's my word of the day. That's my final thought. Actually, my <laughs> I'm gonna continue my final thought um, in a little bit, but really briefly. I know during this time that we're all going through seismic changes, be it physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually. I just want to shout out everybody. I want to shout out everybody. You have been so courageous and been so wonderful and so um, amazing in this journey that you need to be commended. Um, Just the fact that you have, especially if you stayed at home because you were considerate of your family members, your friends, your coworkers, definitely kudos go out to you. Now, with that being said, I want to be a blessing. I definitely want to be a blessing to those in need. Of, and I'm trying to figure this out. It's it's a lot going on behind the scenes for the John Cash Show podcast. But I want to be a blessing. And if I can't work it the way that I want to work it, I will definitely just figure it out on my own. Um, I'm calling on the companies and the potential sponsors that are, I'm in, uh, how can I say, discussions with, for us to come together and see what we can do. If it's donating um, school supplies, donating food, donating money, I want to see what we can do. And if not, I will just do it by my goddamn self, Okay. So I'm just putting that out there. So with that being said, my final thought is stay away from negative people because more than likely they have negative bank accounts. And once again, I definitely and wholeheartedly appreciate you for your listenership on today. Don't forget to follow me on The John Cash Show or at The John Cash Show on Instagram. That's T-H-E-J-O-H-N-C-A-S-H-S-H. O-W, or Facebook, John Cash, J-O-H-N-C-A-S-H, or Twitter at underscore, um, uh, yeah, underscore John Cash, J-O-H-N-C-A-S-H, or in uh, Snapchat, sorry, at BK Bad Boy JC. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you soon. Later.